everyone. Welcome. Hope you're doing well. Uh, so what we're trying to do uh, through this content and in this season is wrestle with what does it look like to practice the way of Jesus in everyday life in 21st century on the peninsula. So if you're in your well community or maybe you're in a pod and you're working through the content, I hope it is helpful. Uh, make sure to try the experiments. Make sure to wrestle with the questions. And I hope these uh, teachings, these conversations between Aaron and I are super helpful. All right, so we're gathered here today to talk about hospitality. Uh, so what does it look like to practice hospitality? What does it look like to adopt that as a rhythm that shapes us? And maybe even like, why is that even on the table? Like, sure. why is that, you know, we have 16 practices with Abel. Like, why hospitality? Why hospitality yeah. Maybe you could just start with like, what is it? What is it, yeah. Yeah, let's start there. Totally, yeah. So, I mean, just on a very sort of basic level, the word hospitality is a comes from a compound word like in the New Testament in the original language. It just simply means the love of the stranger, philo xenia. Such philo. a show off. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Break out the green. Yes, <laughs> but it's just the simple idea though. To practice hospitality is, is the practice of loving the outsider or loving the person on the margins or loving whoever the stranger. Yeah, the other. The other, exactly, yeah. right? And you know, it's something that's just not actually just a one-off sort of thing yeah. kind of tucked away in our Bibles. It's mm. actually something all throughout the life of Jesus and then the New Testament writers also, you know, pick it up. You know, I think of Jesus's own life and yeah. his teaching and his ministry. Totally. One thing that's kind of semi-fun, semi-interesting is that there's actually three ways this line in, in the Gospels, the Son of Man came yeah. to, and then there's three different ways that this sort of phrase sure. begins and ends. The Son of Man came, number one, to seek and to save, seek and save that which is lost. Yeah. The Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve and okay. give his life ransom for many. But the third way, yeah. well, the third way that sentence ends, yeah. is the Son of Man came eating and drinking. Huh. And one of the, the writers I, that I came across this mentioned that the first two speak to Jesus's sort of purpose. Like uh. his purpose was to serve and to seek and yeah. save the lost. But the third one, the son of man came eating and drinking was his method of, of doing just that, of huh. serving and seeking and saving. Yeah. Yeah, you go that through Luke's gospel, exactly. it's like every chapter. Yeah. He's Jesus like either is, going to a meal, yeah. at a meal, or leaving a meal. <laughs> or you know? being criticized, criticized for the people he's, he's eating, eating with at the meal. Yeah. Yeah. And oftentimes this idea of loving the stranger took place in Jesus' life, and what's where the food part comes in, mm. oftentimes was at a table, gathering and oh, having totally. food um, with the outsiders, with the wrong kinds of people in Jesus' day, the tax yeah. collectors, the prostitutes, you name it, right? Yeah. And it's just, as you read the Gospels, in particular Luke that you mentioned, yeah. It's just so evident yeah. that Jesus was constantly welcoming in the outsider, yeah. those on the margins, the yeah. stranger, the ones that weren't part of the in group yeah, the in cool of Jesus' yeah. day. Yeah. And as Jesus is living his life, and as we seek to follow and pattern our lives after Jesus, yeah. you ask the question, why is this even part of yeah, our yeah. able discussion? Like why here? Yeah, yeah. Back to the kind of the classic answer, because we follow Jesus. Yeah. And we yeah, want he's to, our model. Exactly. Our and we yeah. want to pattern our lives That's good. after him. So I don't know, maybe for you, like what does... You know, hospitality look like or mean for yeah. you as you kind of think about or not look or like. not look like yeah we formed a community when we were up in a church in washington and you know we had eight families originally and it was like people had never experienced that kind of community mm -hmm. before yeah. so it was this robust sense of connection and people were like oh my gosh i haven't experienced this in 15 years you know a lot of people say the last time they've experienced community is in college, like they're in a dorm oh, yeah, and they're, you know, house, frat house. Yeah. Yeah, totally, yeah. Um, and they were like, oh, this is the best. Mm -hmm. 
until the group started growing. Mm. And then the group started like multiplying, right? Now it's like, you know, grown by three times, we couldn't fit in this room, and now people are starting to feel a little resentful. Yeah. Like, you're stealing my cool little so, community yeah, thing. This is our group, yeah. And so then hospitality becomes a threat. Mm. Because what do we do? Do we let people in? Do we not? And there's some balance of like how quickly, whatever. Sure. But it, what always stands out to me is I go back to Acts 2, right? So Acts 2, this amazing picture of community. They're like praying together. They're, they're devoted to the scriptures together, the apostles' teaching, right? They're in the synagogue together. They're in homes together. Yeah. They're breaking bread together. And yet, right, it says people were added to their numbers every day. day. Yeah. And they're welcoming in. Yeah. They have robust community plus robust welcome. Yeah. So one of the questions I have often is like, how did they become that kind of people? Mm. Right, and I, I, three things come to mind. One is they are shaped by the actual practices of Jesus. Yeah. Right? What you said. Totally. Prostitutes, uh, sinners, tax collectors, the people that were marginalized, they're welcoming they're in. Welcoming in. Yeah. Right? Because Jesus did that. Yeah. Two, Jesus' teaching on the kingdom of God is radically inclusive. There's this great teaching in Luke where Jesus is like, the kingdom of God is like this uh, guy, a host who throws this big feast. Okay, yeah. And his initial invitations, they're like, I'm busy, I'm busy, I'm busy. So he's like, spread it out to the highways and the byways, totally. right? You get this huge picture of this inclusive feast, this party. Yeah. And I think they take that to heart. The kingdom of God is this inclusive banquet. Yeah. And then three, right? Matthew 28, they're sent out to disciple people and teach them what Jesus had taught them, taught them yeah. right? Jesus showed them how to do it. He taught them what the kingdom was like. You get to Acts 2, what you see is a picture of what Jesus modeled and taught. Totally, yeah. And so I think when I went back to this home group, this community that was growing and tension with welcome, I was like, you know, let's look at the example of Jesus. Mm -hmm. what, yeah. did what did do? he do? Exactly. Um, but I think that's hard for us emotionally. Yeah. You know, we've talked a little bit on community and just how we feel starved for it. Mm -hmm. So then hospitality can feel a little threatening. Yeah. Uh, and I get that. Like, I think we all get that sure. emotionally. Um, but I don't know. Anything else you would sort no, of throw yeah. in there? It, it, to me, it, it's, it's really interesting that you mentioned that. For kind of when I think about hospitality and think about, you know, what does it look like to, you know, bring in the outsider? And why is that yeah. important? Of course, for sure. Jesus and his teaching and his example you know, I came across last summer this book by a lady named Rosaria Butterfield. Yeah. And her story is just super compelling. Yeah, yeah. She's a, before she became a follower of Jesus, she was a tenured professor at Syracuse. Yeah, yeah. You know, pretty much super hostile towards the way of Jesus, yeah, yeah. part of the LGBTQ yeah. lifestyle. And she was writing, I think it was like an op-ed piece for the school paper, some sort of yeah, yeah. research project yeah. about Christianity. There's this sort of men's conference that she was going to write something hostile. Towards. Yeah. And part of her research was to talk to other Christians. Yeah. Which is cool. Yeah. She, she got some research. She got some in. research. Yeah. In, yeah. <laughs> but what was interesting though, was that as part of that process of she, one pastor in particular that she was yeah. interviewing, it was through the experience of that pastor showing mm. hospitality, inviting yeah. her into his home not judging her, not yeah. condemning her, not like trying to change her behavior. Yeah. Which is what she expected. Exa yeah, she had all these presuppositions. Yeah. Like, this, this is what, what it's going to be like. Is like. And it's sort of undermining Undermining, yeah. yeah. And just this radical openness and radical welcome. You're yeah. welcome in this home we're going to love and serve yeah. you. And over that, this however long the period of time was, she talks about the practice of hospitality is yeah. what changed her life where now she's a follower of Jesus and now wow. her, and her husband, who is a pastor, ironically, yeah, that's crazy. practices in their neighborhood, yeah. this radical openness. But I think one of the things that I mentioned in this book, because one of the things I really appreciated about this was that she, she talks about hospitality. 
she makes the distinction between like entertainment uh, and hospitality, right? Huh. Because I think oftentimes we think of like having people over and eating. And, and you're stressed because you're, you're stressed. Like, I my house, house perfect. perfect. Like, I need to, to be a chef. Exactly. Like Martha yeah. Stewart magazine. Yeah. As we all, Which know, super perfect. undermines hospitality exactly. actually. Yeah. And it creates a standard that no one can no live, one up live up to. No one can live up to, right? And it's just, <laughs> and it, it actually yeah. emphasizes, hospitality. Yeah, well, it emphasizes the distinction that Jesus is mm. including these sorts of people. Yeah. And to say, no, when you kind of overemphasize like the the beauty of hospitality yeah. or the beauty of entertainment, yeah. you're creating these distinctions. Or the image. The image, exactly. Yeah. yeah. But just to say, she uses the phrase of radically ordinary hospitality. That's awesome. I it's like just the ordinary. ordinary. It's just this yeah. ordinary life. Welcome to my life. And this is what it is. There's, you know, a pile of laundry here. There's yeah. a screaming kid over no, here. No, I have one friend who literally, like her practice of hospitality was to invite people over while she did laundry. Yeah. She would just fold laundry with you. And it was this like radical ordinary moment. Yeah. Totally. It's just like, welcome to my life. Yeah. And you're welcome into that. Yeah. And it's just, I think this is beautiful kind of, we speak into our moment, right? Yeah. Of like, this isn't like a call to just clean your house super yeah. you know, nice or whatever. Yeah. Just that that's the only way you can do it. Yeah. But just where you ignore every, all the people in the room exactly. and you're focused on the dishes. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just loving the people yeah. in the, the moment that you're yeah. at. Where they're at. Where they're where at. Where they're at. at. Exactly. And I think there's just, there's something to that. That's right? cool. Just this normalness to it, this love That's really beautiful. Yeah. Well, there's something like profoundly like the host, the host who accepts herself or himself mm-hmm. can then sort of welcome other people into yeah. that acceptance. Totally. Yeah. The thing, I, I think of three things in particular that like if I was going to offer tips. Yeah. The first comes out of uh, Romans 12. Paul says, practice hospitality. Yeah. Right, that you don't just get to that level of like, welcome to my world. Totally. Yeah. Right, like we need to kind of work at it. Totally, yeah. Because often we actually have a lot of stuff. We have image stuff mm-hmm. that we're struggling with. We're insecure. We're wondering what people will think. And there's actually like a profound spiritual moment there, yeah. where we can actually embrace our adoption, our sonship, our daughtership in Jesus yeah. as we welcome people welcome into our mess, uh, our vulnerability. Two, I think, so there's like a practice element, but it seems like there's a heart posture thing too. First mm-hmm. uh, Peter 4, 9 says, offer hospitality, but without grumbling. Without grumbling, yeah. Right, because there's this kind of grumpy hospitality that just <laughs> kind of stinks. Totally. It's like, welcome to my house, yeah. you know, and you just feel like, mm, I don't think I want to come back. Yeah, you're not actually loving people and people that no. pick up on that. Yeah, yeah, totally, right? Like, it's obligatory, totally. it's okay, meet here, you know, versus... Like what you're describing, like clearly she experienced some sense of warmth. Totally. Like there's a there's almost a vulnerability yeah. to hospitality. Like the best host just says, Welcome, this yeah. is me. This is my God. Totally. This is what he has given me. Join the feast. Yeah. You're welcome. Uh, yeah. yeah. So there's a heart posture. And then I think there's like this in the biblical story, we see all these unforeseen implications. Mm these unforeseen surprises of hospitality, right? Hebrews talks about welcoming angels. The road to Emmaus at the end of Luke, right? There's this picture of these two guys that are walking. Jesus has just been crucified. They're hopeless. And they invite this guy in who happens to be Jesus, but they don't know it. They don't know it. They invite Jesus into their house. They have some food and it's as they're breaking bread that they recognize, oh my gosh, Jesus is here. here. Like what a cool picture. Um, So I just even wonder like for us at Wellspring, what that would be like. I wonder what the surprises we'll encounter. Would be. I don't know. Do you have any yeah. like tips? No, yeah. Practices, thoughts? Yeah, for us, you know, it, it, 
for us and I say us, my family and I, yeah. it's been something we've, we're not really good at it, but we're trying to practice. I think you're pretty good at it. <laughs> <laughs> we're trying to figure out like, what does that look like? I think yeah. just specifically in our like neighborhood. Right? Yeah. So our, from what I can tell the, the neighbors that we have, they're not followers of Jesus, yeah. you know, and, but they're super generous people. Yeah, cool people. Awesome yeah. friends, all of that. One thing that we've done recently is we've actually just, we have this extra sort of dining table, huh. outdoor dining table. Yeah. And we just put that in our front yard. In the front, yeah. And just kind of... Rather than hiding in, in the back. In the back, yeah. yeah. Which our is private little exactly, outdoor. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And just kind of had this posture of like, you know, as long as the weather's nice, we'll try to eat outside. Yeah. And it's created these moments where they'll come over, yeah. just kind of say casually hi. say hi and getting to just say that we are that's here, cool. you know, opening kind of our lives yeah, to cool. them. It's interesting because I was just thinking about this, you know, the other day, how homes are now built. Huh. It seems like 30, 40 years ago, a lot of homes that were built have like front porches. Yeah. You know, and just that, you know, that idea that like we're going to be outside on the front yeah. porch. Now, oftentimes there's like a back deck. Mm. So it's in the backyard. Now homes have a garage that people just, you don't really even have to see anyone anymore. Yeah, you yeah. just drive into your garage and then yeah. go inside. But maybe to kind of counteract some of that, huh. it's what does it look like to intentionally just be present, yeah. you know, in front That's of cool. you know, your local you know, the people across the street. And yeah, that's yeah. just kind of one small way we've tried to do that. And it's, you know, again, we're still working at it. We're practicing yeah. it. But it's created different conversations and moments totally. that we wouldn't have had if we just hunkered down, yeah. you know, in our own space, you know. Yeah. But, I think for me, if I was going to offer one thing, it would be pay attention to who is on your street, mm-hmm. who is in your workplace, and who is your family yeah. that could use a welcome in. Yeah. Right, that's one of like our core values at Wellspring is embodying the welcome, the welcome of God. Yeah. Um, and I think this can be like a beautiful prayerful exercise, part of our worship. Yeah. It's this isn't, this isn't a checklist. This is God. Where are you moving? Where, yeah. Spirit, where are you moving? Who are you wooing to yourself? Who are you welcoming into your gospel and your grace? Yes. How can we participate, participate in that? Yeah. So then it's this intersection between prayer and hospitality. Mm-hmm. That we actually get to be the ambassadors. We get to be the the faithful presence of God, yeah. welcoming, welcoming in, in people, people yeah. in our workplace, totally. right? That are struggling. Yeah. And it might be as simple as, "Hey, let's go for a walk at lunch. Hey, yeah. can I treat you to lunch?" Right? This welcoming in. Uh, it could be as simple as, "Yeah, hanging out in the front of the house yeah. versus the back, just creating space, but creating a prayerful sort of listening posture of God. Who are you willing? Lord, yeah." Who's struggling that you want to comfort? Totally. How can I be a part of yeah. that? In our brokenness, in our imperfection. Yeah. So anyway, that would be sort of my challenge, but I'm really curious to see what God does, does yeah. uh, through us as we embody the welcome yeah. God here at Wellspring. Yeah. Let's do it. Cool.